When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. Another roll call episode coming to you. We are talking about Joseph Gallo today. Uh, Joey Gallo, last year, came over to the Yankees, traded four. We got him from the Texas Rangers. He played 95 games on the Texas Rangers, and then was traded over to the Yankees, played 58 on the Yankees. Uh, did not do so hot when he came over to the Yankees. There were high hopes. I know we on this podcast didn't necessarily say we wanted him, but I personally said... I wanted him for like just temporary reasons. I even put that video out saying like, you know, I know it's for the wrong reasons. He's more of what we already have, like more strikeouts, more chasing home runs, strikeout or bust a home run or bust. Um, I think I still wanted him just to have something happen similar to this year. I want something to fucking happen. I want to sign somebody, but I knew long-term having Gallo wouldn't be like, thank God we have Gallo, but he's on the Yankees and I do think he's going to do better than he did last year with the Yankees. But we'll dive into all those numbers. Before we get into any of the numbers, I did want to bring up probably the funniest thing of his his storyline and uh, everything that happened with him last year was the Bob Clappish article I'll refer back to. And Chandler, if you could take it away and give us a little bit of the spark notes of what (laughs) that article said and Gallo's response to it. Okay, so basically he was talking about how it's not Boone's fault. Uh, Cashman has to fill the guys with the right pedigree. So take, for instance, Joey Gallo, who I'm told would lay out his uniform piece by piece in front of his locker before dressing, then undress if the fit wasn't right. Sometimes this would happen more than once before the slugger was ready to take the field. Obviously, Gallo is a quirky guy, and everyone is entitled to their rituals, but couple these habits with a 160 average (laughs) and a nearly 50% strikeout ratio in the only pennant race of his life. One scout asked me rhetorically, does anyone do background checks over there on the Yankees? The implication, of course, is that Gallo wasn't and is not a match for this market. And then what did Gallo respond to that? Gallo responded, said, me, literally gets dressed, media, yep, that's why he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that article is ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I mean, Gallo, you get, get on him for, like, the strikeouts and all that stuff. But, I mean, how he, he literally made the comparison to, like, he when he, when he, in that article, the turning point from regular journalism to nonsense was couple that with the yep. 160, whatever the fuck it was, and, and, and that's why he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> couple like, him putting on his uniform. You know, I got a feeling that he's not showing up to the field at, 645 for a seven o'clock game and you know not working out or warming up because of his uniform he's probably there at like noon 
for a seven o'clock game and then doing his uniform thing, you know, if he wants to take an extra 10 minutes, so fucking be it, man. Like, come on. That's ridiculous. It's I hilarious. like a guy that's a little stitious. I do too. The Yankees traded Josh Smith, the 14th ranked prospect for the Yankees at the time. Shortstop, uh, we have a lot of shortstops, so that makes sense. We don't really need that. Second base, Ezekiel Duran, number 15, the Yankees pipeline. Second base slash outfielder, Trevor Hover, Hoover, number 23. And Glenn Otto, right-handed pitcher, number Glenn 20. Glenn Otto was nice for him last year. In the prospects for the Yankees. Um, yeah. Can I say one we thing? We also got Jolie Rodriguez. In I team. also, thank God. I yeah, also, right? <laughs> I defended it last year, and I will say it again, that I did not hate that trade. I still don't hate the trade because on paper, he provides so much of what we didn't have. Gold glove defense, granted, he dropped like nine fly balls when he got to the Yankees, but we didn't have a left fielder. So gold glove defense, we needed that check. Somebody who gets on base, because all we do is fucking hit into double plays, which also he had done three times in his career. Check, check. Hits for power, you know, do with that what you may, but left-handed bat, check. He checks so many boxes. The only thing that was really super negative was uh, his strikeouts. And you know what? Yeah, it sucks, but he checked off a lot of boxes that we needed last year, and I really don't hate the trade. I think it was awesome on paper, and I still think it has the potential to you know, pay dividends this year, but fuck, man, he was bad. He was so bad when he got here. He hit that one awesome home run against the Mariners and then just died. And remember, we thought that was going to be like, oh, yep. that's his Joey coming Gallo's out party. coming out party. He earned his pinstripes. I love that. And then, <laughs> so the numbers last year, just to round those out, for in, in Texas, he... Batted 223, which is above his his numbers for his career, are 206 batting average, uh, 114 OPS plus. So in Texas, he had a 223 batting average, uh, 139 OPS plus. Like coming in, he was having a fantastic year, and then as soon as he became a Yankee, and you can't really get that mad at him for like he's coming from Texas to the New York Yankees into a huge market where they ridicule the way he gets dressed. So uh, I think personally, after all that stuff, I think he handled it well. Like he didn't have any outbursts, like not on the field. He handled coming to New York well and being in a big market. Obviously it affected him a lot. I, I thought that would be canceled out with the fact that he doesn't need to be relied on as much because he has guys around him and he's being he, he on the Rangers. He was the only guy on the team that we were talking about on the Glaber episode where there's not really any people that can, you know, protect, him. protect him. Sorry for, for getting that word. Um, okay. but, but you're a math guy. There's not a lot of people that can protect him on the Rangers and we have a lot that can protect him and both Supposedly. righties that are supposed to be bookending him, Stanton and judge in between him. That looks like, and still does, and that, I'm talking about last year, coming into the trade, it's like, that's going to be awesome. It's exactly what we need. He's a super-duper pull hitter. When you look at the spray chart, all of his home runs are all to fucking right field, almost like Didi used to do on the Yankees' RIP. Um, but I, I, I thought, you know, that would even out with coming to a big market. I think the big market was a little bit for him, obviously, coming in. But I, I think a year into... Being on the Yankees, he's still 20. He's going to his age 28 year. That was a big upside to trading for him, too, because you have two years of control. I think this is his last year on the Yankees' control. I don't think that we'll bring him back at the end of this year. He'll have to fucking 
have a career year, which he's projected to have a good year. We, yeah. we we're looking, we'll, and we'll get into that later. I mean, but. he's got he had back to back years with forty plus home runs. He's a good player. He really is a good player. He's won what one two Gold Gloves? I know he's won at least one. Yeah, and I, I personally let's dive he into that a little in, bit more first about him year, coming back first next half year. of the year. He was getting you know early MVP votes. Like yeah, he was projected to be a superstar and he is a, he's a star. He is a star in this league when he's absolutely. I mean, look at the, the saber metrics from 2021 for the whole year, just both Texas and and the Yankees walk percentage is the 99th percentile. That is, that's why they got him. They want a guy who can get on base. Anybody who's watched Moneyball knows what does he do? Well, he gets on base. He strikes out a bunch who gives a fuck. That's kind of like just optics. Like if you, what, what do you want to look at? That's what comes to mind. He strikes out a, a lot, but he gets on base. He doesn't hit into double plays. Didn't. Historically yeah. speaking, I think that was kind of an outlier, but yeah, especially if they follow through with the shift, which we don't need to talk too much in depth of that because I don't think anything's set in stone, but it's just something to keep in mind. You know, and he, I, I don't think he's going to hit into a bunch of double plays again. I think that was an outlier. He's a fucking bunt champion. Apparently he had like two bunt doubles, which was cool. He's the best bunter. He's, I feel like he's going to have uh uh, like a bunting revenge tour. Like, since the shift is outlawed for 2023. Supposedly. I don't think it's set in stone yet. I, I think it probably will be. And I really hope it is for for my sake and especially for his sake because he fucking hates the shift, as he should, because he pulls every ball and <laughs> they stack the right side of the infield with sometimes five people. Do you remember his outfield. fuck the shift slow-mo? Yeah. I, whenever he hit, like, a 110 exit velo, just line drive that was fielded as a ground ball and shallow right field and thrown out just to Fuck the shift. That was awesome. Do you know what pitch gives him the most trouble? Speaking of his strikeout. Can I guess? Can I guess, guess too? That's why I asked. I'm going to say fastball. I was going to say fastball as well. No. I thought I, I well, thought you were trying of, to reverse sort of, psychology. Sort of, sort of, sort of. Split I would say high fastballs. Fastball. Split finger fastball. That's, I, that's a, I would barely I, consider that a fastball. That's a weird, I mean, who hits splitters well? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> That's a good point, but he's, he's, actually, <laughs> he's probably he's, like he's close to the average. Time to shut baseball savant down over there. What's runs the second? What's average. the second? It's runs above average, so it's actually it doesn't matter that nobody can hit a splitter because it's compared to everybody else. He can't hit a splitter. Well, speaking okay. of splitters, we're going to jump the gun here because he's probably not. This is going to be his roll call here. Uh, the person who throws a splitter, everybody hits Zach Britton. Uh, so, fuck. Let's see. He, brings, he doesn't he, get a roll call. That, that was his roll call right there. Fuck him. We yeah, mentioned that, his name. That was his roll call. I mean, right he's there. not going to play this year. So he I know. That was call. his roll call. Let's he, go out. He brings the, the end splitter of the roll batting calls, average up. We'll just be like, guess whose roll call we mentioned Zach Britton's yep. name yep. on. We'll see who's listening. Yeah. Hopefully. So when you look at all of the other baseball savant numbers, just to round out the 2021 20, before we get into the projections, he is outs above average, 93rd percentile. Outfield jump, 89th percentile. Uh, surprisingly, chase rate, 95th percentile. So he doesn't chase a lot of balls. He just swings in the zone and kind of doesn't hit them. Um, <laughs> but what he does hit him is barrel percentage is 98% uh, percentile. So he's got some funky numbers. All in all, I think it's a very big net positive. I think Joey Gallo is a great player. And I, I really think, I mean, when you compare to the Yankees numbers versus... I think he's going to smash those numbers, maybe like double everything he had since he went. I think he's going to come into his own in the Yankees this year. I think that protection, like we said, with Judge and Stanton both hopefully staying healthy, which they have been, and both playing very well. Like Judge and Stanton are legitimate studs, and every no, everyone knows that, and they both had great years last year. 
you're not going to want to pitch to them. You're going to throw to Joey Gallo. He's going to get pitches to hit. Hopefully he doesn't swing with his eyes closed like it seemed like he was doing sometimes, but I think he's going to have a fucking awesome year. If if we're doing, like, I don't necessarily think anyone outside of Judge and Sten could win MVP on this team legitimately, like put my money on it, but if I was going to pick a representative from the Yankees to be a dark horse to win MVP, I think it'd be Joey Gallo. He plays unbelievable defense, and that protection, he's going to get so many fucking pitches to hit. He's going to hit in the heart of the order. He's probably going to be hitting three. So, I mean, the order, like we mentioned before, would be DJ, Judge, Gallo, Staten. I think that's, like, he's going to get so many pitches to hit. Hopefully DJ comes back to being his regular self and he's on base. Judge gets on base all the time. He's most often going to start off his at-bats with two guys on. and I wouldn't say most often, but I know Not most mean. often. If Judge doesn't hit a home run and he just gets on base, like, he's going to get... A, he's going to have opportunities. He has, I think, zero out everything, like, who the player is. Just insert default player X in the three-hole in the Yankees lineup. That player has probably the best opportunity to win MVP. It's, so take... Yeah. I, I think that's completely fair. So now if that's... Like, if you put Juan Soto in that spot, he's winning MVP, no doubt about it. If you put Juan Soto in that, he might have 200 RBIs. I know. So he, he has... The, the table is the set. The table is set for him to have a fucking awesome year. It's up to him. I think... And I think one year into the Bronx... He was kind of thrown in halfway through the year. That's a big mental thing. You're Especially considering he's a lifelong diehard Yankees fan. Like, that's if assuming any of us were even like a shred athletic and you put us in a Yankee uniform, that's a lot of fucking pressure. Like, he's a diehard Yankee fan. Yeah. Like, he was like, dude was literally like shedding tears when he hit that home run against the Mariners. The walk off. Yeah. It was a walk off, right? No, it was to take the lead, but the one where he just barely got yeah, it. Yeah, inside it, like, the foul it, pole. Like, just land. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the eighth. Yeah. And I mean, he this is his dream. So you know what? I'll I will cut him some slack on a few things there, but he's definitely got tidied up. I cut him some slack just because of his track record. Point to the batting average all you want, but the dude's a fucking he is a star in this league when he's right. I don't care about the strikeouts. I don't care about the batting average. He's a gold glover. He's Wait, I gotta find some. His average. There's a, there's something on here that's the average with balls in play. Yeah, batting average and balls in play. Bad, bad, bad. Thank you. Do you need me to do it? I've got it right here. <laughs> if you got it, if no, you got it, forty six. Oh damn! I'm just two forty six. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I could have found it. I just didn't have it. Right it's okay. Explain that for the folks at home, Murphy. Oh, I got it. Right <laughs> We're gonna do a, a segment every episode. Is Murphy trying to? It's like man explaining well, no, something. Expected. It's like Murphy trying to explain a stat to everybody. We did. We started that last year and kind of shied away from it. But. Murphy, explain K percentage. <laughs> it is the amount of times that you strike out. Explain BABIP to people. The amount, your batting average if you exclude strikeouts, essentially. And walks. Well, walks aren't included in batting average anyway, but you know what I mean. Okay. And what is that? 246. Okay. Projected two sixty this year. That's that's great. So get into his projections. What is his, what are his total projections for the whole year this year? It's projected to hit again. This is zips. Welcome back to the second roll call, third roll call, somewhere in there. This will be out there. We've been using zips. That's what we're going to use for the whole off season. But uh, two hundred five batting average, three fifty two on base, which is pretty damn good. A five hundred seven slugging, one thirty three wrc plus. I was actually able to say it this time, and thirty eight home runs. That's pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. Over, under 38 home runs. Over. Over. Murph, what do you got? 
I'll take the over. He's gonna yeah. hit forty two. Life's too short to bet the under. I mean, what is he? What is he average every year for home runs? Mm, let's see his career. If you want to start it, 41, 40, 22, but he only played seventy games. Ten. Ten and so played 27 games. Yeah, fifty-seven. Excuse me. And then so the last couple full thirty-eight seasons, last year. The last few full seasons he had 40, 41, 41, and thirty-eight. Yeah, Forty, forty-one, thirty-eight, and thirty-eight again. Man hits it's fucking dingers. Chicks dig the long it, ball. Fun fact: hit fifty career home runs before fifty career singles. That is First, that is never wild. Do that. I've heard that so many times, and I love it every time I hear that. Every time that's fucking ridiculous. I mean. That is just. I wonder where those numbers are at now. Like yeah, it's probably it's probably year. almost one to one. I feel like. Let's see. I I know a Let's see right little now, website yeah. I can look that up on. It's one sixty nine got... to one fifty eight. <laughs> in favor of what? Matt Chandler. In, in, favor, in favor. In favor of, of singles. singles. Oh damn! He's got to get those numbers back back up. Those are rookie. Numbers. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a single single anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see just home runs. Just not, obviously like the the. Baseball fan in me wants to see more singles out of him and not more home runs, but just for the purposes of that stat, I want to see only home runs and no I singles. I want him to be the first person to retire with more home runs. Yeah, he, he struck out 213 <laughs> times last year. I mean, he's literally the worst at strikeouts. That is so bad. The worst. He's I know. Got 800, so how many hits? So he's got 415 career hits, 885 <laughs> career strikeouts. How, do you think... Oh, my God. How many times that just... Uh, Weird scenario here. When we see two, three, four, murderers row coming up. Judge, Gallo, Stanton. How many times this season do you think all three are going to strike out? Like strike out the side. How about <laughs> in a row or in the same game? I think game? that's going to happen. In, this, it, in, a, in row, a row would be well, more. Not, it doesn't have to be in the same inning, right? No, like, row, I want to. I want to add in the same inning. I want to just be. The, I think it's going to happen like. Twice or three times. It, okay, it's so specific. Okay. A whole year. Yeah, they they would it would have to be two, three, four, and they all strike out. So the and whole year out. though, I'm gonna say 10. consecutively. How often do you think they'll strike out consecutively three times, like all three of them in a row? Ten. Like even if Judge and Gallo strike out one inning and the, the, the op- to open the next inning, stand yeah, at least out. ten times. I, I might, ten times. I might say more. <laughs> I would bet the over if the line in 10. the same game. I would say probably 140 out of the 162. If they assuming that they, them get a oh like out. if any of them strike out yeah, I think that's gonna be every single game that if every game <laughs> every game that they each play in, if they all are in the game that game, every one of them is going to at least get one strikeout. Twenty four hundred plate appearances, eight hundred strikeouts for Gallo. That's a about lot a of game. strikeouts, brother. That's about once a game for him. Yeah. Now, flip side, he how, how many 50% times? percent of it bats. Wait, like he's actually, I lied. It's way more than that. Thirty three percent. 626 games played and 885 strikeouts. So he strikes out like more than once a game. <laughs> Dude, he struck out 50% of his at bats on the Yankees. Do you think that 50 we, fucking percent? Do you think there'll ever be a that's the highest in the Yankees, right? Yeah, that's the highest in baseball by a I mean, lot. there's some big there's some big strikeout culprits on the team. Do you think do you think there's a chance that on the flip side of this narrative, do you think Stanton Judge and Gallo can go back to back to back at all this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I say once. I think that'd be really cool. That's my bold prediction. I think it happens. I think, I think it happens that. in August. 
I think it happens in <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the balls are a little hotter. They they'll fly out of the ballpark a little bit. It'll be in Colorado yeah. too. That's what it's going to happen in Colorado. Yeah, that's what I'm year. worried about. They're going to definitely need that extra power. Those three guys <laughs> <laughs> from the from the warmer weather. I think they're going to do it on Saturday, April 9th. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, we're going to it. that game. Yeah, that's what I was getting at there. Um. Do you want to get to where he before we round out this episode? What where does he rank? He because he's probably going to be our left fielder this year, right? Yeah, he plays so. center field right now. He doesn't for the <laughs> Yankees though. Yeah, I mean right Not now, really. right now our center fielder Judge played a lot of center field. I wouldn't say a lot more than Gallo did. Gallo Gallo's never center. played center field. In well, that was the thing coming in was he was like, oh, he could play center field for the Yankees. Well, yeah, but that would mean the Yankees do something that makes sense. The center fielders right now are Hicks and assuming Tim, Gardner will be back. Tim LaCastro. Tim LaCastro. So I'd prefer Gallo or Judge to be in center. I, Gallo needs – or Judge needs to be the center fielder. I think Judge is our center fielder. So, it needs to be Judge, center, Stanton, right, and Gallo and left. That That is what it should be. Is that what it's going to be? Absolutely fucking not. He's going to play left. So with that being said, where does he rank among left fielders' Zips projections? Second. For war. He's second. He is second at – 4.7 right behind Juan Soto. Not right behind Juan Soto's got three wins over him, but it's <laughs> <That's laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's projected at second. Above who? Um, I mean, above everybody but Juan Soto. I don't name the players. <laughs> uh, the people around him, Tyler O'Neill, Brian Reynolds, Schwarber, Yelich, Winker, Nemo, Austin Pretty Meadows. Left field. Yeah, left field's very weak across that the made, league. That got me fired up when you said it originally, yeah. and now I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, sure. I can do all outfielders if that's what you want to see. Did he win a gold glove last year? Yeah, right? Gallo, yeah. Yeah, he won it. I say he does it again. Hot take. I don't. <laughs> I mean, look at think about who would think that's field necessary. No, you don't think Schwarber? Yeah, Schwarber's going to take it. <laughs> yeah, Soto's going to win a gold glove. Soto's, yeah, he's a bad fielder. Um... What do you think his son probability factorial is going to be? That's Wait, he's 10th in all outfielders in projected war. That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. That's very good. And outfielders I don't, th- I don't think he's going to get to the sun. I'll put his son at You don't like, think so? No, I'll put his son at like... Well, I mean, I guess with a low batting average and a lot of strikeouts, you can get to the sun pretty quickly. I'd say about 10%, maybe less. Damn. I'll go 7 Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a really good year for him. Uh, I'm, I, I think... That's not. I the think. Question, though. I think the fan. Well, that's my. I, that's my thought on how he's. It's basically how you think he's. Does is that there, factor into the factorial? The factorial factors in. Like he. He actually is a player who would probably, uh, not really test well in this category because he's streaky. So like, streakiness absolutely plays into your ability to land on the sun because he can. He can get into a cold streak pretty easily. I think. So I think seven's very low. Honestly, now that I think about that, I was gonna go like forty. I think there's a possibility when you talk about a leash, when you talk about a leash, he's probably got a, a relatively coming out of last year. It is a short leash. He came coming over out of last year. short struggle. Yeah. And coming out of last five year. Top 20 prospects for him. But if you look at the 2021 numbers as a whole, I would, I would raise his leash a little bit more, okay, but half of them came on the fucking Rangers. All this to say, I think my number I would give him for sun factor, sun probability factorial would be like 29%. I got 40. 29. Murph, would you like to change your answer? You're going to stick with it. I'll stick with the 10, but I'm not going that much higher. I don't think he's going to make it to the sun. I don't think I, he will I either, but I think that when we're factoring in the sun, like he's striking out a ton of times and he's 
hitting for a low average, we know that's who Joey Gallo is. So he's not going to go to the sun because he's probably also going to be walking a lot and also going to be playing pretty good outfield and like you know yeah. you know what to expect from him. So I think, I think it's us be knowing seven. that, yeah, I think us knowing that too, we're going to factor that in. We're not going to be like. You know, at the, the naked eye tells me they struck out fucking 30 times in a row, but then we could be like, oh, he, he also didn't make it to the sun last year and he struck out 50% of the time. He didn't make it to the sun last year? I don't think so. He... Do you remember him on the sun last year? I don't. Hey, yeah, but I don't if it was, I wasn't Maybe voting. Not, so I I no, I feel like there wasn't enough time. He only played 58 games in, on the Yankees. Um, no, I, I, I don't think he, I don't think he makes it to the sun this year. I think he's going to have a very good. Very nice year, and I'm gonna stick with I my. Hope so. I'm gonna stick with my pick for him to be, uh, the dark horse Yankees MVP. I might sprinkle some cash on that bet. I think that's a horrible, horrible bet. Sorry. Baseball yeah. writers, will, baseball writers will never vote a guy with a 200 batting average. Look at the Judge and Altuve one. They as sure as reference. fuck will if he had 67 home runs. He's not gonna. You might as well bet. You might as well bet on Bryant to win the NCAA championship. They might. You never know. Big dance, brother. Welcome to the big game. All right, that'll do it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure uh, to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Check out the YouTube. Type in Bronx Pinstripes, hit enter, and that's where you can find us uh, to get the video version. And as always, uh, go Yanks. Love you guys. Catch you on the next one. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.